cliffcentral.com. But I thought while we're talking about women, we're talking about how women can defend themselves, we're talking about how, uh, you know, all these, these predatory men in society can be dealt with. One of the things we need to take seriously is that there are potentially ways that women can make themselves safer just by doing one simple thing, and that is becoming familiar with guns, making sure that they're competent in using guns, and allowing, allowing themselves to be trained in a way that will make it easier for them to protect themselves. I mean, if I had a daughter, and I do have a sister and a mom, and I, we have been to the shooting range before, and they've enjoyed it thoroughly, I thought it would be good to talk to Lynette Oxley. So I want you to find out this morning, as I will, about Girls on Fire. It's an initiative that teaches women how to handle and use firearms in South Africa, not only to protect themselves, but also to foster their self-confidence, encourage them to determine the direction of their lives, and become and do whatever they want to be. So listen to this. Uh, here she is, uh, Lynette Oxley. How are you, Lynette? Good morning, Gareth. Yeah, I'm well, and yourself? Just a little bit cold this morning. Where, whereabouts are you? Where it's uh, Anywhere is cold right now because there's a cold front. I saw snow on some of the mountains, but where are you? We're in Joburg, so oh, I think yeah. uh, all of the, the weather's been sent from friendly <laughs> Cape Town. Yeah, very friendly. Nice of them to send us their shit weather. So, Lynette... <laughs> Tell me quickly, where did the, the whole thing for Girls and Fire start? I mean, did you, do you have daughters and you thought this is something they must do or, or their friends who suddenly said to you, you're familiar with firearms, um, how can we get involved? Well, um, I don't have daughters, uh, but um, I sort of have an adoptive daughter. Um, mm-hmm. But um, about I started shooting at about 18 years old. Um just went out for fun, uh, started sport shooting then. I uh, started getting quite serious, more, more serious at age 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always, uh, I enjoy guns, um, and I've been carrying a firearm since about 2003, uh, every day of my life, yeah. uh, for self-defense, and been shooting, uh, start sport shooting in about 2007 very, very seriously. So, yeah, um, uh, guns are fun, and it's also a way to defend yourself. Now, I think that there is an element of this which I hinted at in the introduction, that for a lot of, of, of girls, this is a hugely um, empowering thing to be able to do. Uh, guns are, like anything else, it's a tool. Um, I'm not going to get into the good and bad of that because I'm, I'm a gun owner myself, and I do believe that, that legal gun ownership is, is something that we should all pursue as a last resort to defend ourselves, but also because it's a fun way to spend your time. Why is it that we have a perception around men having guns and a different perception around women having guns. Do you think that we're biased against women having guns in South African society? I actually don't know how to answer that. Um, if you actually walk into a gun shop, uh, some gun shops, um, as a woman, they will not treat you equally. Uh, and a lot of ladies that I know have actually uh, uh, left gun shops because they treated as second-class citizens. Really? Um, it's, uh, you know, I think the thing that makes most ladies very, very cross is when they walk in and the first thing that they will say to you is, uh, we think you should have a 38 special. <laughs> so um, I usually say to people at that stage, just turn around and walk out because it's not the gun for you. What do you go? Uh, do you go straight for the 50 cal rifle? 
<laughs> no, we don't go smoking <laughs> for the 50 cal rifle, although it's a lot of fun. Um, but uh, revolvers are not good uh, self-defense weapons. Uh, you've got five to six rounds. If you've got a stoppage, you can't clear it. It's um, it, it's not uh, – they always say revolvers are quite easy. It's got a really terrible trigger pull. Um, so, yeah, um, I think so – In uh, other words, they assume you want some little – uh, almost like a toy gun. They want you to have something that a James Bond villain would have, instead of Absolutely. having instead of having the gun that might suit you better. In other words, they're not even taking you seriously. There is that. Um, look, when I came in for the first time, when I actually bought my first gun, uh, I was treated with utmost respect. Uh, so it's uh, there's there's two sides to the story. It's not just uh, you don't just get treated badly. There's also a lot more ladies in gun shops. Um, that uh, that work in gun shops now. Yeah. So um, I think things are changing. So tell me quickly, you started this in 2015, and it coincided with the 16 days of activism for no violence against women and children. I think that that is a very practical way that women can um, defend themselves against what is obviously a problem in this country. What is the response you get from government or from organizations that uh, that stand up for women's rights when you say to them, hey, guys, I've got a solution here. This should at least be on the table. Do you get a positive response from people? Well, I get positive response from people that's uh, in the past, not uh, ladies that think that uh, guns are bad. Um, it's just been amazing to see how people's perceptions have changed. Obviously, there is those women uh, that's in organizations that's against guns mm -hmm. that uh, want women to sit in the corner and be victims. Um, uh, you know, just uh, the whole idea, if you have a look at some of the international law and uh, the United Nations, where it's coming from now, is saying that you should just uh, give it to, to the people or your perpetrators what they want. And I don't agree with that. Um, yeah. It's usually the women out there, um, like from Gunfree South Africa, um, from um, the, the lady, the, the people from the United Nations, uh, that's saying, um, you know, just uh, just sit in the corner and uh, give to the people what they want. Uh, don't fight back. Um, and I think fighting back is the best option. Yeah. Um, an uh, uh, armed uh, person is uh, uh, armed society is a polite society. Um, I'm not saying go out and be gun hoes or stuff. Yeah. When we train women, we say first of all, um, be situationally aware. Do not go out there and think that you just go. We're not going to go out there to actually use the firearm. We first try and avoid it. It's an absolute last resort uh, for you actually to use your yeah, firearm. It, see, it seems like gun. some people think that if you're a gun owner, you're going out in the street every night and shooting people dead, which is obviously not true. First of all, you wouldn't be able to keep your license if you were doing that. You'd be accused of, of all the crimes and you'd be sent to jail. But the fact is that there are probably lots of other things that can be gained from this. What do you train women to do? What do you train people to do in, in, in your business? We train people to be uh, obviously responsibly armed, um, uh, you know, uh, to, to follow the law. Um, so when we do introductory courses, we look at uh, from uh, when, when, when are you legally able to shoot somebody? Mm -hmm. um, it, you have to go through, it's got to, uh, the attack, uh, it's got to be an unlawful attack against you. It's got to be against per, a person and not property. Yep. And it must be already in process. So it's got to, you can't say, okay, I'm going to that person over there about a kilometer away is going to come and attack me. It's got to actually be happening in the process. 
Um, so we try and get people to be responsibly armed, uh, to know how, how to handle their firearms. I always say to a lady, you can't just carry a firearm and not shoot the firearm. At least once a month, uh, go out and uh, shoot your weapon. And know how to clear a stoppage if you, you need to. Mm-hmm. So it's the whole process of from um, being situationally aware, trying to avoid situations where you are going to be... So it's, uh, it's like, a, it's like a training course. I mean, this is, this is where you would go so that... If you're ever in a situation where, where something really dangerous is happening, you know how to react. You also know what Absolutely. the rules are. But at the same time, you can go to a shooting range and have some fun. You can, you can feel confident about having that weapon in your hand. You can enjoy the fact that maybe it's target shooting that you enjoy. Maybe you like clay pigeons. Maybe you want to go and hunt. There are lots of different ways that people could use guns. And why should women be excluded from that? Absolutely. Uh, there was an incident uh, last year, December, we had uh, a lady, uh, obviously, uh, she came by herself um, uh, to one of the courses, uh, didn't have somebody in the industry that uh, told her about uh, the introductory course. Mm-hmm. And the first time that she actually hit a target, um, she actually burst out in tears because it was such an empowering thing mm. uh, for her. Um, it was uh, um, all of the instructors and stuff was uh, sitting there in tears <laughs> because it was such <laughs> an empowering thing. Um, people that uh, was so against guns when we have we had a lady that didn't want to carry a firearm and she went to one of our firearm fe- uh, to our lady stop shot um, event mm-hmm. and afterwards she said. The camaraderie, uh, the fun of actually shooting anything from a point two to a rifle to a fifty cal, um, she never thought she could do it, and it was really empowering for her. That's amazing. What kind? Of, what guns do you have? I mean, you, you sound like someone who's been into this for a long while. What, what's your favorite weapon? Um, I've actually got a couple of favorite weapons. Um, I started shooting nineteen uh, elevens. Uh, Absolutely love 1911s. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't shoot them competitively anymore. Um, um, I sh- uh, shoot a Smith & Wesson uh, M&P 9 uh, Pro um, competitively. Mm-hmm. Um, I, sh- I carry a Glock 30S, which is a subcompact 45. I own uh, a couple of AR-15s uh, for sport shooting, a uh, uh, Troy and a um, and, uh, NEA. Um, I have uh, a couple of shotguns, a pump shotgun. Um, I also got a fab bomb semi-auto shotgun, which I use for competitions. And I've never been very much into bolt actions. I don't specifically hunt myself. But I shot the Trevelo 50 cal and 308 uh, a couple of years ago. And so um, I recently got into long-range shooting, which is very complicated. What's What's the most popular gun for women in South Africa? There is no no such thing. There is so many different guns. Look for in terms of self defence for uh, concealability, um, the Glock 43 or Glock 43X is very popular, or the Smith Smith and Wesson M&P9 Shield. Uh, Those are very popular guns. Glock 26s are good, but uh, there's such a wide variety of guns uh, that different guns to different people. So sure, uh, of course, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a cut and dried thing, and everybody has to go and try out a few before they find the one that's right for them. It's like Absolutely. it's like choosing a, an outfit, frankly. It's, exactly. <laughs> I hate to use like a sexist comparison, but it is like choosing an outfit. Uh, Flax and Sia, what do you what do you think of this? Uh, should women should women be arming themselves and and learning how to use weapons? 
I think 100%. And like everyone should have the right to choose if they want to carry a weapon or not, um, but they must get the proper training. That is a must. No, I think that's true, and I'm sure Lynette would, um, would agree with that. So, Lynette, here's a sexist question for you. Is your pump-action shotgun pink? <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> uh, how did you know? It, it, it was actually a, a joke. I think my first self-loading rifle was an LM6, yeah. um, and uh, I'm not a – a lady that likes pink, but it was a joke. <laughs> so actually, my gun site name is Hell Kitty, and it's got a, a, a it's got a, a it, it started as a a, a, a pink LM6. Yeah. And uh, then when I got my first shotgun, it was a Mossberg 500, and we also made it pink. And it's actually called Franken Kitty because it was. <laughs> Like a Frankenstein's monster, it was much. I'm not a very tall person, so it was uh, adapted for me. And it's a little wow. bit of a joke. Uh, people absolutely love Frank and Kitty uh, at the ladies' days when mm-hmm. they shoot it. It's a lot of fun. You're not allowed to, nobody is in South Africa, you're not allowed to, to carry unless your gun is concealed, right? So absolutely. you don't walk around with your gun in a holster like they do in certain parts of the United States. Um, when you conceal that, do, do you have a, a, a particular place that you prefer to conceal it on the hip or is it in your bag or where do you put your gun? I carry it on my uh, my hip. Uh, it's a personal either inside pants holster. I also have what we call a belly band. There's all kinds of different options. I always have it on my body. I always like to be uh, on my right-hand side because of muscle memory. That's basically where I draw from Mm -hmm. for sport shooting. shooting. So that's where I like it. Some ladies uh, carry in the appendix appendix position. So it's very much what works for you. I always just say to ladies, have it on your body. It doesn't help if you have it in your bag. Right. And obviously safety is first. Uh, Whatever concealment option you choose, uh, make sure that your trigger and trigger guard is uh, covered at all times. How, how, do, how do you, like, carry a gun all day when sort of like you have to maybe go to the bank or go to gym and stuff like that? Like, what do you do with it? There's options. Um, there really is. As I said, um, I always have my, my gun on me. Um, at uh, gym, you can wear belly bands, uh, which which is actually very, uh, very comfortable. So, yeah, there's options. Uh, you you, a lot you wear the gun options. while you're training at the gym? You can do that, yes, sure. I do. Okay. Does that not give you paranoia? Yeah. <laughs> it's not Imagine on the treadmill with a gun. Make sure that it's, cons- uh, uh, you know, that it's uh, uh, fastened to your body uh, perfectly. And, and, and that the safety, if you really the want to, zone. obviously, you can have a bag, but uh, have uh, you have to have physical control over the bag yeah. if you have it with you. Are you allowed to keep it in, like, a safe in your car? Uh, there's options if you if it's attached to the car. Apparently, there is certain ways you can do it, but I never leave my gun in the car. Yeah, and you obviously you have to store it safely at home, and that's a whole other story. But um, you 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 know you guys sound like you think that the gun's going to go off at any time. Uh, I mean, there there are ways to secure the gun and make sure it's safe and that the <laughs> you know your trigger action. Obviously, isn't going what to... I was, uh, uh, I'm not going to make jokes about SIGs at this stage, but in any case, uh, make sure the trigger the trigger guard is uh, um, uh, is totally uh, covered. Yeah. That's the most important things that uh, no material or anything else can actually get into the. Um, so yeah, safety first, hmm. and that's why we train. Uh, uh, try, m- make sure that ladies are trained um, in 
how to keep your gun, uh, obviously, to conceal it uh, and safely do so. And obviously, um, use the gun uh, on the range so that you know how to how to use it. If there's a stoppage, clear it. I always say to people, it's a mechanical thing. Um, you don't need to be scared if you have a stovepipe jam or anything else. It's very, very easy to clear. But you so, need to know how I'm to pretty do sure that. we were talking about stovepipe jams with uh, Cardi B earlier. But uh, let, me no. ask you, <laughs> let me ask you this, Lynette. When... When girls decide that they want to do this, what's the youngest and, and, and how old are some of your older ladies who come to train with you? I have uh, ladies as young as uh, 11 years old that actually came to the ladies' top shot. Um, she shot the 50 cal and she was absolutely wow. successful with that. Sia, so, uh, Sia and, and Flax, a 50 cal is a rifle that you, you – the, the, the round is about as long as your index finger, maybe even longer. It has like such an incredible kick to it that it lifts stuff off the table that you have to rest it on. It's got a little stand oh, goodness. on it as well. It's a monster of a of a machine. It's a and, big gun. And she's eleven, and she fired that. She fired that. So these uh, um, shotgun, I can my youngest, I can let them shoot shotguns quite earlier. There's techniques that you can use to uh, manage the recoil. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a, a twelve year old that shoots with me regularly at at my sports shooting club. Uh, I've got a 14-year-old, which is an amazing shot. Um, she's uh, and you know people say ladies can't shoot 45 uh, or 10 mils or whatever. She shoots a 10 mil and she's 40. Uh, she, she's 14 years old. And all of these cases, Lynette, are young people who are brought in, I assume, by their parents, and their parents want to equip them with this technique from as young as 11. Absolutely. And uh, then they start sport shooting. Um, so Whoa. you can actually, um, I've got one of my uh, a, a young, uh, very young lady. She did a competency. She's 16. Mm-hmm. She's now applying for her own license uh, under a dedicated status, so Section 16. Yeah. Um, in my sport, uh, in the, uh, about two, three years ago, there was a 13 and a 14-year-old, a, a, a girl and a boy, that also applied for full licenses uh, because they were dedicated sport shooters. So um, yes, um, you can um, you can enjoy shooting from a very very young age. And, and do you encourage be- that? You don't think it's a little too young? Absolutely not. Um, there was an incident also a couple of years ago where um, a, a youngster, a, a girl, was shooting uh, uh, on a regular basis, and her mates knew it. They found a gun, and they actually phoned her and asked her what should they do with it. Hmm. So I think responsible firearm ownership can start very, very early on. Um, um, you obviously teach kids that it's a very serious thing, and it's um, you don't hide it and put it into uh, into the cupboard and stuff like that. You make sure that they know how to handle a firearm, how serious a firearm is, etc., etc., etc. In the sports shooting world, is there like real money to be made? What are the cash prizes? <laughs> there is overseas, not currently in South Africa. Um, uh, one of the lasses that's involved in Girls on Fire, um, she's a, a Springbok uh, uh, clay, uh, clay shooter. Um, oh. She's very short. I'm uh, 5.5, uh, just over uh, five, uh, five, uh, 1.5 meters. And uh, she's much shorter than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she handles a shotgun like absolutely fantastically. And I got sponsorship for her, um, which will pay for her ammunition and for the gun and uh, and stuff like that. Um, overseas, there's 
you can make a lot of money. Not in South Africa at this stage. And Lynette, the oldest people that shoot? I mean, we've got grannies there who are in their 80s who, have, who, are, who are carrying. Absolutely, you won't expect it. Um, one of the, if you look at some of the photos and the girls on fire, I've got very old ladies that carry and they will never suspect that, uh, nobody will suspect that they were carrying. Yeah. Um, I've had ladies starting in the uh, mid-60s, I actually start school shooting. So it's never too, uh, too late to start shooting. I'm not young, so, yeah. and I'm still actively um, uh, shooting, uh, sport shooting at this stage. That's superb. All right, well, the important thing here is that you know, there is an option for women who are sick to death of being told that they're victims and women who want to find a way of making sure that they have a last-ditch resort if someone is threatening them, if they're in a dangerous situation. And also, wouldn't we like to know, for all those men who are out there being predators and, and making women's lives ungovernable, wouldn't we like those men to know that there is a chance that if they look for trouble with a certain woman, that she may just have a gun. It's like a deterrent of all deterrents. And I suppose we're looking for solutions, right, Lynette? And this is just one of the available solutions. We're not saying every woman who's terrified of guns should go out and learn how to do this, but it might help you to, first of all, not be terrified of guns, and second of all, have a new option on the table in case you are threatened. I think it's one of the best options, unfortunately. Um you can't uh, – if, if somebody attacks me, uh, I can't really – if he's much stronger and bigger than me, I, I can't protect myself. Um, but mm. with the firearm, can. It's the great equalizer, um, I think, um, in, in any um, self-defense situation. What are the options in terms of non-lethals for females to carry? What, what in your opinion, would be the best? Uh, that's a difficult one. Um, I don't think that uh, – uh, pepper spray and stuff like that really works. Um, a lot of the attackers are high on tick or some, some sort of drug. Um, uh, pepper spray is not going to stop that person. Um, you can try and do Krav Maga or stuff like that. Uh, it might might help. What about um, those guns that shoot those pepper bullets? Uh, I don't want to. I, I would not suggest that. That's what I, what I'm hearing Lynette <laughs> wants to say is, nah, don't waste your time. Just <laughs> get a gun. Yeah. Like, why, why mess around with it? With why the bother? Stuff, yeah. Nah. Well, you then, don't know. Uh, the story is that you don't want to make uh, the person a bit uh, cross or whatever. Um, so, well, look, try and, as I said again, try and avoid the situation. But um, if you have to fight, fight like, fight with all, all you have. Lynette, thank you. And thanks for making time for us this morning. I hope you continue to train many young South African women in, in the arts of, of self-defense and in particular in, in the, the art and, and the the responsibility of proper gun ownership, because I think that that is one way that we can stop the scourge of violence against women. Just one of the ways. I'm not saying it's the only one, because I know I'm going to get criticism from the gun-free people. But keep doing the good work you're doing. Thank you very much for having me. What a pleasure. Isn't that interesting? Thanks, Lynette. Mm. Oh, Lynette Thank you. Yeah, so Thank if you. if you want to find out more, we'll list the information on cliffcentral.com. And maybe if you have a daughter or a sister or a mom or someone who you think could benefit from this, you know, you can get out, you can apply for a license, you can go and buy a gun, and once you've got that gun, it gives you options, which I've always said, it's better to have a gun and not need one than to need a gun and not have one. Cliffcentral.com.